this week on the Roommates Podcast. I feel like a lot of women can honestly say that there's been good, respectable men who have approached them and who have tried to initiate some form of relationship with them. But they turned them down or put them in the friend zone because they just didn't feel that way towards them. And then instead, they will go after a guy who has all the physical attraction that they like without the lack of character. And then after that doesn't work out, they'll just go ahead and say, well, all these men aren't good. When the good guy that would have made them happy and did right, they totally ignored. But then the guy who just had all the looks and the whatever they sexually desire, they entertained, did them dirty, and now they generalize all men based upon that experience. Yo, what's good, world? It's your boy, Hafi. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. And welcome to The Roommates, a worldwide community of individuals united on the values of becoming holistic health, kindness, togetherness, and a thirst for knowledge. Mm, also known as the best hour of your week. Where you are entertained like a stand-up. Educated like a TED Talk. God damn. And enlightened like a sermon. We slowed that one down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so... In case you guys were wondering, yes, me and Chris had to do the whole intro <laughs> over again <laughs> because I forgot to hit the record button. No, nah, I mean, hey, it's all, it's all This good. is a great speech about you and your dedication, and your hey, sacrifice, and, your, and all the things I you I need do. to hear that. Okay, they sure. didn't need to hear that. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. It's all good. Man, what's been going on? Well, first of all, it's a lot, it's a lot been going on, mm. honestly. Um, but to address last week's episode, I did not hear last week's episode. A lot of people came for me on last week's episode. Which one? Uh, I, about last week. Monday or 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 Avrion? Nah, Monday episode. What you do wrong? Uh, man, that's a lot of things. So, I think it was just like we kind of portrayed um, like my situation in Indy like really bad, like super bad, like to the point where it's like it was people just DM me, emailing me, like. Sending me suicide hotline numbers. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like, all right. <laughs> it's all relaxed, you know what I mean? Homeless shelter, food. Like, it was just like, all right, fam. It's just way too much going on right now. So just want to address the situation. Like, it's it's good. Don't even worry about it. Like, uh, <laughs> it was just like, I'll tell you, bro. People went over the top. And uh, I guess the situation got... Um, I guess misconstrued okay. on our part. Okay. But yeah, people don't. I'm good. It's yeah. all right. Like, I'm, I just, I'm good. I think it's the um, the main thing about Indy is just the weather. It's not cold no more, so I'm fine. Yeah. But my like, man, it was people coming for me, man. Really? Yeah. Dang, man. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> but I would have no idea. Yeah. So I don't want to confuse the audience. I don't want um to be up all night praying and worrying and fasting for me. <laughs> There's too much going on. Man. Like, praying and fasting Yeah, I eat every day. <laughs> it's all good. It's oh, all good. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, gosh, you mm. know, this week there was a topic that I I was thinking about for a very, very long time. You think a lot? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> a topic I was thinking about for a very, very long time. All right. And, um, you know, it's a topic that I hope we will be able to have time to expound fully on. Okay. I think we should keep it as the only topic for today, which I would think will give us enough time to break it down. We'll see. You have a very, very interesting take on this. And the topic is 
the lack of good men in society. Mm-hmm. And I've heard from a lot of people, especially, you know what, who have communicated. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> who have communicated that they've noticed that in society, there's a lack of good, respectable, trustworthy, honorable men. Okay. And then a lot of people, as I said last week, who see the podcast, are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that there was men like you. Mm-hmm. And I realized that this idea that there are no good men in society is a complete myth. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a complete myth. I believe it's a total um, lie that's based upon unrealistic perception mm. and um, false media depictions of what's going on with men in society. Mm. And the first thing that came to my mind was that when it applies to relationships, I feel like what a lot of women say when they say there's no good men out there for them to date, they're really saying there's no good men out there that I'm attracted to, to date. Okay. Yeah. And I believe the attraction plays more into the concept of good men than the idea of the lack of good men playing into the fact that there's no good men out there. What do you mean by attraction? So, I feel as though a lot of, in my personal opinion, obviously everything is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the representation in the room is going to be me and Chris. So, bump your comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel as though that for a lot of women, in my personal experience, when it comes to looking for guys, it's not just them being good people, uh-huh. but it's them being good people and them also being physically attracted to the individual. I feel like a lot of women can honestly say that there's been good, respectable men who have approached them and who have tried to initiate some form of relationship with them. But they turned them down or put them in the friend zone because they just didn't feel that way towards them. And then instead they will go after a guy who has all the physical attraction that they like without the lack of character. And then after that doesn't work out, they'll just go ahead and say, well, all these men aren't good. When the good guy that would have made them happy and did right, they totally ignored. But then the guy who just had all the looks and the, whatever they sexually desire, they entertain, did them dirty, and now they generalize all men based upon that experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. I still in a lot of women's DMs in my life and got went and got looked over, got friend zoned. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's not about it. <laughs> hmm. I have, I have conversations with I wouldn't say a lot of women, but like since we did the podcast, a lot of women have reached out to both of us. We've been having conversations like these. We're all the good men there, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think attraction is first. And I, and I do think women's, and then when we if we talk about men, men as well, the priorities are mixed up. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody's looking for this perfect guy with the perfect looks, with the perfect situation, with the perfect head, the perfect character. 
and money (laughs) (laughs) and a christian or whatever like religion they want to believe in so it's like everybody's looking for perfection Mm. and then also they want that perfect person to not only deal with but accept whatever character that you're bringing to the table Mm -hmm. you know so it's not a it's not a lot of bend at all Mm -hmm. and um it's crazy because it's not only that i feel like women would do that but i think society nowadays is such like business oriented Mm -hmm. um it's such a go-getter you know build with me it's like the definitions of everybody marriage is kind of screwed up nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to, you know, be in a partnership, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. build freaking rental homes, yeah. and, uh, you know, be a super power couple nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, that entertainment lifestyle that, you know, take pictures when I walk type shit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, rather than like the true reason for marriage yeah um i think that's it plays a huge part in the two because if i feel like people understand the true reason and the definition of marriage i feel like they will look for those characteristics in a man versus having the uh the mindset of having that you know power couple because they're looking for the power couple instead of the right reasons you know of marriage so i think that plays a part in as well because people mindsets if I'm solely focused on, you know, I'm on vacation with, you know, I got a monkey swinging behind yeah. me and, you know, I got somebody's son next to me, yeah. you know, looking like perfection. Yeah. Um, then that's why I'm going after the entire time. I'm not accepting anything less. I work too hard. You know, uh, I deserve the best. Like, you don't know my past, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I'm not going to stop because God will provide. <laughs> no, and that's really fascinating because... For, for people who will say, what about men? Men do the same thing too. I totally disagree. Mm. I would argue that if you got a group, if you add 100 women in the room and you ask most guys, okay, which women in here would you guys talk to? Mm-hmm. I guarantee out of 100 girls, they'd probably be like about 70 of these girls we'd, we'd probably talk to, mm-hmm. you know? Think about it. How, how unattractive does a woman have to be for her to show interest in getting to know you want to spend time with you and you're like just no thank you yeah yeah no the, the list of requirements is very small for like if you're a man that want to talk to a woman like, exactly your list of requirements is like and then i feel like but if you had a bunch of w- a women and it was a hundred guys in the room and you're like how many guys would you guys be willing to talk to i guarantee you off rip they'll be like maybe 15 of these guys mm-hmm you know? Yeah, I mean, a height alone is going to kill half. <laughs> it's going to kill half of them. Because the Thanos snap. Yeah, yeah, no, height alone. <laughs> yeah, height alone is going to kill half of them, you know? You know? And so I realized that because of the uniqueness of female sexual attraction is that a lot of people, because they have these, these um, expectations, the problem is when you put it into their character. And that's what's bothering me. You can have- Yeah, like the lack of requirement expectations- it's like they're making assumptions into like the character or like there's no good men out there. Exactly. Exactly. And so to me, like I said, we've said it before. Rebecca has said it. Stefan has said it. Chris has said it. You can have whatever requirements you want Mm -hmm. and whatever standards you want. It's your life. But the problem is when you communicate, Oh, there's no good people because they don't meet your standards. Yeah. And 
what happens for a lot of men, I've realized, is that a lot of men will hear that message and they will internalize that message. Mm-hmm. You know, like they will hear there's no good men, all men are dogs, all men, all men ain't this. And it's like they will then internalize that message mm-hmm. and then they'll end up perpetuating certain men, like you said, that man, if all men aren't dogs, then what's the point of me even doing good? Yeah, what's the you point know? of being a nice guy? Because it's, especially if, you, if you're fighting a losing battle, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a lot less stress uh, being a bad guy versus being a good guy. You have to be perfect, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, especially if you got that good guy label, you have to be perfect and and God forbid you mess up with a woman and it's like, you just like everybody else and that can spun down to a whole list of mental issues for that guy because mm. he failed one time, you know? I love that point. And you and you were probably one of the, the pioneers of, of like that idea because what ends up happening is don't make me read the poem. I, I got, I got the poem somewhere. It's somewhere around here. The poem, the poem explains it yeah. perfectly. No, it does. And for me to summarize the poem, the the general idea is that if you're going to call a good man a bad man because he does one thing wrong, he feels like what's the point of trying to do good if I'm just going to end up being bad. So it's it's better to just be bad and have low expectations than to do good, make one mistake, you know, devastate the woman, be called all these nasty names, hypocrite, you're fake, you're F-boy, all this and that. Then that will devastate you as well. So it's so much easier just to do what's wrong. And like I said, I'm not saying... That happens to all guys. I think it happens to a good percentage of them. I think it happens to a good percentage of guys. I think that's the one of the major reasons why um, guys like you know, quote unquote, turn into the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just just because they get you know called these things and generalized these things, and it's not like we sitting here blaming and bashing women for that. I think it's a lot of society, you know. Um, things that makes them want to do that and, yeah. and you know people who have have emotions and say things out of emotions uh, but I mean words are powerful yeah, you know true. especially if uh, the person that you're you're talking to have that much power over you mm-hmm. um, it's not hard to you know really get brainwashed and thinking like man damn I'm, I must be trash exactly and that's a really good point um, because those words are so powerful and those words really, really will shape the guy's identity if you're not careful. And it, shapes, and it shapes the identity of of so many men around the world. And to me, I'm just always, that's why I think what we're doing is so well, powerful because we're, we're trying to speak life. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to, we're trying to encourage. And, you know, and so and going back to some of the, the, the concepts of like these girls with, with attraction, I think the problem is when you create the prototype of man based upon the exceptional outlier, yeah. right? So most people will say that sex's main function is for reproduction. Mm-hmm. Like just end of the day, I don't care what anybody says. That's, that's a number one reason it's for. A lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it gets them in a ton of trouble. And so when you understand that sex's main function is for reproduction, all of your sexual desires is based upon reproduction. Mm-hmm. So on a simple mindset, the reason why men love novelty is because novelty is the best way to reproduce. Because obviously 
you can reproduce as many times as you want to. So if you like 355 girls or 365 girls, you can reproduce 365 times in a year, right? So that's your best way of reproducing. But for women, they can't reproduce that many times a year. They can only get fertilized one egg and reproduce once every nine months. So the benefit comes to you is in familiarity, you know, knowing somebody, you know, building with somebody that during the period of going, especially going back to, you know, ancient societies where, you know, women, it was hunter gatherers and women, you know, weren't doing so much of the hunting and the, of, of, of attaining food. The advantage comes from a guy who, while you're pregnant, can take care of you while you're nursing the child can take care of you. So that's why the status comes into a, a, a situation. To me, like I said, I don't believe in gold digging. I think that's just a stupid concept. I just think it goes back to biology. And mm -hmm. like I said, everything lines up with reproduction. So because women naturally gravitate towards high status males, you also got to understand that the behavior of high status males are not the behaviors of the everyday male. The guy at the 1%, the Michael B. Jordans, the Odells, the Drakes, you know, uh, the David Beckhams, all these guys do not ex exhibit the same behaviors that the average guy would exhibit. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is because women gravitate so much to those guys, they'll take his behavior and define him as everybody else. And I feel like that's what begins to happen, you know? So, like, for example, Tristan Thompson will cheat on his girlfriend, they're like, oh, all men cheat. But it's like, no. You know, when you're seven seven foot and you're an NBA player with millions of dollars, obviously monogamy is probably not the most easiest thing to do, mm -hmm. you know, or in your interest. And so I just really feel as though that's one of the things that keeps on happening, that the, the good guys who are doing right are being overshadowed and everyone's putting the emphasis on the bad guys who aren't doing very good. Oh, yeah. Easy. Uh that and that's and that's that's the reason why like uh, you know leadership is so important because if you know you're in the one percent you kind of have to you you create the wave. I'm not blaming these guys at all, but I'm saying they do create the wave. I just want to throw that point out there. Yeah, you cannot base the entire uh, male population mm -hmm. off of seven guys in the world. You know, mm -hmm. uh, trust. I, I mean, yeah. Do not rate me off of Tristan Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a very, very good point, and I think uh, women do have to understand that. But it's also the regular everyday guy doing fuckboy shit as well. Yeah. You know, it's not like um, it's just a few people. You know that. Um, causing all the problems yeah. on us. I'm serious. Yeah. No, we like. I, I mean, we all have sins. For yeah, sure, yeah. you got. So every uh, everybody. I agree, not but I'll, I'll only add to you. Do you think the average guy would have the ability to do the things that? Oh no. Yeah, I'm not trying to be Derrick Jackson. No, no, no. Shout out, no, no, no. Definitely don't have the capabilities of doing yeah. it. Uh, I'm just saying that every guy's not going to be perfect. Oh yeah, of course. Of so course, if of course. they have that um, that perfection mindset, like okay, I go talk to a guy who doesn't make that much money or doesn't have a big status, still a chance that something's going to happen. Yeah. Or you or him. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's life. I know it's funny. Never mind. It's different. No, keep on <laughs> going. Keep on going. That's, that's it's relevant. It's relevant. Um, but yeah, like you said, attraction and status is. You know, the whole reason, I think those are the two reasons why women say there's no good men out there. Yeah. Um, because they don't look good and they um, don't have the security that they want. Mm -hmm. 
So women will literally sit back and be like, you know, is that a bad thing? In the grand scheme of things, it's probably not a bad thing to want those two things. Yeah. So they will in like indeed just look at us yeah. and be like, why won't you, won't you become more attractive yeah. and hold yourself to a higher standard uh, or become higher status wise? Yeah. No, that's a great question. That's a sensational question. And what I will say is that I agree with you. There's yeah. never anything wrong. My, my number one beef with people is don't use attraction to define character. Don't say there's no good men. You, almost every girl knows there's probably been two or three amazing guys in your life who would be happily wanting to marry you, but you just didn't want him because he didn't have the sauce. And there's nothing agreed. wrong. And so, so let's not say there's no good men. No, 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 no. There's no good men that you're attracted to. So, so to your point, should men level up? And I'm all about the level up. Yeah, yeah, I know you I'm are. all about the level up. But I would also add that female, in my personal opinion, and this is from what I've gathered. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> female attraction is less about, it's, 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 it's deeper than just looks and status. Okay. I think when it's so basic, it's about looks and status, but it's more to what Stefan talked about, about the emotional connection. I think there's... I think that's what keeps them there. I think what keeps them there, but I also think that, like, basically, like, there's three ways for a girl to be attracted to you, in my opinion. Okay. The first way is just physical attraction. That means, like, you, you're just gorgeous, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you're freaking, like, Thor, yeah. right? So, I think that's probably the least common way. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have rarely ever been out in my life, I've been out many times, and seen a, su- a super good-looking guy come in the room, and then girls just flock to him. Yeah. I've rarely seen that. No, yeah, you're right. You yeah, know, it's like, like, there's not that much... Like, women are the more beautiful creatures. Like they, they stun us. You know, like we're like, wow, jaw drop. Let's talk to her. But I don't really see like that being so big. For some girls, that's true. But I don't think physical attraction is so so big that it causes girls to move. In mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. so the second way is physical attraction plus status, and that's when they move. Yeah. That's when, like for example, like one of the points in Brilliant Idiot was like, if Seth Curry worked at UPS, nobody would be checking for no. him. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? Like, if, if literally, if Michael B. Jordan was just some accountant at some at some place in Ohio, no one would be checking for him. United States Postal Service. <laughs> United States Postal Service. <laughs> you know? So, the reality of the matter is that, like, the status makes them so much desire it. So I, I gave this girl an example. I was like, imagine you went out to like a charity ball in town and this girl was like, hey, look at this guy. He's, he's he kind of cute. And she, the girl was like, yeah, you know, he's kind of cute. He's all right. And she's like, yeah, you know, this is his charity ball. You know, he's the uh, a brain surgeon, one of the top brain surgeons in the country. He, he operated on this child and he saved their life and he's so amazing. Brain surgeon? This is his ball? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, then all of a sudden, he's so much, so much desirous because of his status. Yeah. And so that is probably one of the biggest things that causes attraction immediately, right? Which is why the celebrities get all the girls. Not because you're freaking handsome. You know, like Gucci Man said, money makes me handsome, so I'm gonna get that money. <laughs> Kodak got more girls than me. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> but then the last one I think is physical desire and emotional connection. And that's when a girl meets a guy who like like uh, uh, 
what's that lady's name? I'm sorry, I love her. Rebecca Lynn yeah. talks about passes the kisses, kissable test, looks good, and then she sits with him, she converses with him, and then she connects with him. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, and she starts spending time with him, she starts seeing things she's never seen before, i.e., the Beauty and the Beast story. Yeah, yeah, But the problem is, in today's world, people don't have time to do that. People, yeah, they don't feel like it's worth to take exactly so like i said so for most people historically it's been the emotional connection and nine times out of ten you're not going to meet the freaking multi-billionaire or you're not going to meet the nfl player the nba player you're going to meet the person that's in your life but the problem is that in today's world people don't make time to get to know other people to be able to create that connection well it's a lot of reason why people don't create time though Mm -hmm. um i think it's 2019 yeah so if if a man approached a woman, he has to be honest about what he wants. Mm-hmm. If he wants just to hang and bang, then yeah. he has to say, I want to hang and bang. Yeah. You know, if he wants to build a connection, then that's what you do. So I think women won't say I don't have enough time because they probably been manipulated by men multiple times. I agree with you. But I would argue that even if, like to me, to me it's like even if he was to say that, yeah. she still wouldn't make as much time. Which one? You talking about the connection part? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. If she's not attracted to it, on he doesn't no, have the status. Even if, even if he was like decently attractive, I feel like she wouldn't make as much time. I think what will happen. I think what happens for most people is like you meet a girl and you spend time with her, mm-hmm. and then you build a connection, and then you tell her, "Yo, I want to build more." True. Because you've established so much a uh, foundation beforehand. True. Now she's more open. You built enough data to do that. Exactly. So, so you're saying, like, people don't give enough time to build data. Exactly. Gotcha. Perfect. And well, I, yeah, I mean, especially if you just you don't know each other. Then that's the point. That's the point. Okay. You got to think about, like, and we got we to do the ad after this, but you got to think about it. If, you, if you're a woman and you're 27 years old right now yeah. and you're interested in meeting a new guy, where do you go to meet new people? Let's do that because <laughs> you know what I mean. Let like, me think about that. Like, 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 in, in all, in all honesty, wherever you go, where where most people go is not conducive of building deep connections. Most people are not going places where you yeah, have. It's not the right environment to do exactly. All that. And so, for that very reason, it's so hard to build a true connection with a person because you're not in those environments to create that connection. Freak. And guys, 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 I want you guys to know how much Chris and I are in love with Skillshare. Here we go. Skillshare decided to partner with the roommates to be able to give you guys such amazing dope content Mm. and so much freaking gems and information that for people who are wanting to build podcasts, start YouTube channels, learn different skills, learn how to cook. Shout out to the women learning how to cook. You got to cook. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you got to cook, but it's, it'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, Skillshare, Skillshare, Skillshare. Thank you, Skillshare. We love you. And here is the ad. The Roommates Podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of created creative and entrepreneurial skills you can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design productivity and more so whether you're returning to a long-time passion project challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone or simply exploring something new skillshare has classes for you and guys like i said in the previous episode the way i learned how to do all these 
things was from a website very similar to Skillshare. Mm, say all these things. I don't think they understand that. Video editing, mm. um, video production, video design, photography, photography editing, um, graphic design, um, screenwriting, audio editing, podcast production. Um, One more. I need 10. Uh, what me. is the last thing that Give I also learned? Give it to me. And logo creation. So all these things I learned was on a website very, very similar to Skillshare. But the dope part about Skillshare is that it, cre it creates all these things in-house. Yep. And it has all these things in-house. And not only that, but if you wanted to teach a class, you can actually teach a class on Skillshare. And you were saying that you went on the website and you checked it out. You said there's a lot of dope stuff there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, it's one of the things where, like, Skillshare provides a opportunity to... Because I feel like in this world, you got to continue to learn. You got to continue to build. And you got to flex your muscles. And I think uh, it's something where it's like you looking for something like a hobby or something to learn a skill and get out your comfort zone like the ad said. It's definitely a great opportunity to do that because uh, you can't just be sitting at home all day not doing anything. So like <laughs> definitely learn a skill. And then when you learn the skill, guess what you do after that? You freaking share it. And then you make bread so mm, mm, mm. join the millions of students already learning on skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners a special offer just for you guys hey you guys get two free months of skillshare premium that's right skillshare is offering our listeners two months of unlimited access to Ooh. thousands of classes for free to sign up go to skillshare.com slash roommates Again, go to Skillshare.com slash roommates to start your two free months now. That's Skillshare.com slash roommates. And guys, here we go. It's free of charge. Free. And every one of you guys who sign up for Skillshare, you help support us. It's free. A lot of you guys are like, you know what? I want to support you guys. I want to do more for you guys. Here's a free way for you guys to support us and also to learn great skills that can benefit your life and to be able to make more money. So a lot of you guys are looking for a side hustle. Mm. You know, if you learn how to do photography, you can literally charge some people $35 an hour to do photography. Because people always want pictures. Exactly. I want pictures. Yeah. Graduation season went by. You missed probably about three grand on graduation exactly. season alone. I'm tired of seeing your graduation pictures. So am I. So that's Skillshare.com <laughs> slash roommates. <laughs> you ain't got to post 15 pictures. Yeah. I Congratulations. Congratulations. Shout out to all graduates, high school, middle school, college. Doctor. Shout out to oh, John Mark. Shout out. Shout out to uh, Dr. Francis and Dr. Paluminati. Shout out to those Dr. two. Dr. KJ. Shout out all the doctors. Man, congratulations, folks. So time by creating high character, high value. I, I got. That, I just we just named four guys. Let me stop right now. Let me stop, y'all. But y'all want Gucci man? It's ridiculous out here, man. He married. <laughs> um, and going back to the point. Yes. It's some. It's the last thing that I thought about that you. I feel like you said it a long time ago and it didn't register to me, I'll be honest with you. Okay. But then I literally thought about it the other day right. and I was like, this motherfucking Chris is a genius. <laughs> I don't know what I'll be saying. <laughs> and you made a fantastic point about how when a lot of women define good men, okay, they're defining them based upon relationship, desirability, or yes. status. So what they're saying is if you have a boy if you have a girlfriend or you're married, you're a good guy. Automatically. And if you're just single, hanging and banging, you're a bad guy. Do you mind breaking that down for the people? <laughs> yeah, uh easily. So 
I think I I think I experienced this as like a person that was uh, in a relationship in college, and I feel like most of the women around me, probably most of the people around me, deem me as a good guy because of the current relationship I was in, and you know they got to see my character, and I really have, I guess. I mean, probably being attractive, but knowing that nothing's going to happen. So they just like, you know, trying to learn and trying to gain information about men and stuff like that. Um, so when you're in a relationship and you're committed and you're doing things well, uh, you know, your significant other and probably most majority of women uh, on the outside and you're doing the right thing, they'll deem you as a good person, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's a lot of uh, people, you know, that, that goes through a lot at home because it's not, nobody knows what's going on at home, but in the outside world, they seem perfect. They seem good. They seem uh, just like they have it all together. Um, so when you're in a relationship and you're, and you're a guy and you're doing well, people, women automatically think you're a good guy. Cool. Um, so when you are single and you're, you know, I don't know, doing whatever you want to do and living life and in college or out of college and doing all these things. And um, you are a nice, attractive male, but you, you like settling down is not an option because for multiple reasons, you know, you may be thinking about moving and you, you just got our relationship, whatever. And you just want to just, you know, have fun and just live your best life. Um, ideally, I think it's because women come in with agenda, especially if it's a nice guy, they don't want to just talk and be friends and just hang out. Mm-hmm. So they don't get what they want. Mm-hmm. So then they would shame you and call you, you know, a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just because you want to have fun, um, they seem, they just deem you as everybody else who just wants to manipulate, mm-hmm. take advantage of me have sex, and then go on to the next person. So literally the the single guy who just wants to, you know, have fun can have way better character than the guy that uh, that's in a relationship mm-hmm. that like, could be doing the right things, could mm-hmm. be doing the wrong things. Mm-hmm. But in society, I feel like women would naturally say, since this guy is in a relationship, he's much better than the guy that's that's not in a relationship because he wants to just have fun and things like that. I love that. And... Cause that's what I experienced. I, I felt yeah. like uh, it was um, it was so much easier, you know, yeah. with my identity knowing I had. That's why I always say I hate being single because yeah. it's so much harder. Because you you run a greater risk of hurting uh, multiple women if you're dating um, because it may work may work and may not work out. Yeah. Uh, if you're single, you only got just one woman to please. Yeah. When you, when you I mean when you're in a relationship, you only got one woman to please. When you're dating and trying to find somebody. It's like you got to juggle, you know, however many you want to juggle. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that can be a whole freaking Skillshare class. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's freaking amazing. And so here's one thing that I realized. My fellas understand me. I feel like they, they do. I feel like Like they definitely do understand you. And to me, it, it just it just dawned on me. And I'm a. Okay, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a go I'm gonna go two places real quick. It's gonna take me a while, but I'm, I'm gonna make it back home. Well, let me relax. Uh, so, in the Bible, oh, <laughs> like the sin the, the sins of drunkenness and gluttony are like married to each other. Yes. So, like you hear those words come together to like so. For example, they said Jesus was a drunken and a glutton. That was their. That's how they attacked Jesus' character. Mm. 
So all throughout the book of Proverbs, they speak out against drunkenness and gluttony. They talk mm -hmm. about those things hands to hands all mm -hmm. throughout the Bible. Shout out so they, they were literally sin 1A and sin 1B. And it's not a matter of which one was heavier. Both of them were just wrong. But in modern society, what ends up happening is that drunkenness is put on, on a pedestal as a sin. Like it's apparent drunkenness is bad, right? So like you see people, they're drinking, they're getting drunk. It's like, oh my gosh, that's sinful, that's wrong, that's bad. Don't do that, right? It's obvious. But what ends up happening is no one talks about gluttony. You know, like you go to IHOP, all you can eat pancakes. No one talks about gluttony. You over there in line at Golden, Golden Corral, you know, filling up the plate. No one talks about gluttony. Hey, yeast bread. <laughs> you know, like, so the, the, the sin of gluttony is not really talked about in society. True. But what's really interesting is if you ask most people in the medical field, what kills more people? Alcohol or bad food or eating too much? Salt. It's still going to be the food. Yeah. The food is going to lead to more people dying than alcohol is so in essence gluttony is more destructive of a sin than drunkenness mm -hmm. but like i said because drunkenness has that stigma because it's pulling that platform it's obvious that this is bad but then gluttony is like eh, it, it is what it is yeah, you're killing you like you're killing yourself versus if you drunk and you a drunk driver and you kill five people in the car that's what's gonna get more media attention exactly now let's <laughs> take this a little deeper here we go when it comes to male sins it's so apparent. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so clear. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> it, it's just so out there. It's so aggressive. It's so like, oh, my gosh, this is bad. Yeah. Like, this behavior is bad. But then when it comes to female sins, mm. it's not as aggressive. It's not as out there. There's a reason why this is happening. There's a reason why. Something's it's not, wrong. It's not as apparent. Yes. It's the subtle knife. To use um, Raza Ghoul's daughter's phrase in Batman, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> you know, so to me, like I said, both people, both it's wrong. Male, men sin, women sin. Not one is sin more than the other. It just looks different. But yeah. society puts on platform male sins and they don't put on platform the female sins. So a quick example of that would be like in most historic most most historic literatures like the worst dad is called the abusive tyrant mm -hmm. right that's the, the typical dad he's abusive he beats you he makes all the rules he tells you what to do he has super control over your life it's apparent like everybody knows that dad the abusive dad is clear right mm -hmm. do you know what the female version of that is like the, the mother that speaks crazy to her daughter nah what? it's called the devouring mother the devour it's a mother who loves her children so much that she doesn't want them to get hurt or bad things to happen to them that she eats them. Mm. So have you ever heard stories about like there's like a woman whose um, daughter, like she might like trap her kids in the house and she might like tell her daughter, like I remember heard this story about like, this one woman told her daughter that she was paralyzed. Yes. I, so think, she would, I think Netflix is making a movie off of yeah. that. Or like so that. she would stay in the house. Yeah. So it's this concept. And then you've heard many stories about women who will like kill their kids yeah. so they can go to heaven so that they won't do bad on earth. Yeah, yeah, and go yeah. Go to hell. Yeah. Houston. So, uh, I, I forgot her name. Yeah. But it was happening in Houston. Yeah. So it's this idea that it's like out of love, I love you so much 
that I want to control you and own you and protect you and, and protect you. And so that's why you see a lot of people will have problems with their mom of their moms controlling them and trying to not let them go outside or not let them do stuff. Right. It's a devouring mother. But the interesting concept is the abusive father still loves his kid. And using the Michael Jackson's dad yeah. illustration, but that's how we express his love. But like I said, that violence is more apparent versus the female thing, which is more subtle. Mm. Go on, now, let's tie it all back together. Here we go. With men in relationships, the sin is going to be in promiscuity. The sin is going to be in hanging and banging, cheating, novelty, juggling seven different girls. Do you know what the female version of that is going to be? You tell me. Idolatry. Ooh, my God. It's the worship of the relationship. It's ridiculous. It's the putting it on the pedestal. It's so ridiculous. It's giving your whole soul to something. So what ends up happening is, mm, mm, mm. if you think about it, if you I, whatever you idolize, you will then demonize. So she goes like, oh my gosh, I gave you my all. You should give God your all. Oh. <laughs> you say that in a relationship you see what happens you know and so what ends up happening is because they idolize at times these relationships and they put it on platforms and everything is about them think about it everything is about them. all their posts yep. is about relationships all their liked videos on youtube about relationships all their liked posts on instagram social media is about relationships twitter tweets twitter tweets about relationships Oh my God. It's an idolatry of them. And then so, because they worship it so much, when you as a man don't want it, then now you're bad. Easily. Ah, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I could have put it any better. I could have put it any better. No, it's 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 real deal. Mm -hmm. That is real deal, bro. It's been and some of these women don't even notice. Yeah. But it's been women that I I literally can tell they worship relationships so much mm -hmm. they'll probably worship me so much that i had to stop talking to them mm -hmm. because i know in a month or two you're gonna be like what's up and i'll be like i'm, I'm still in the end so it's like that is absolutely ridiculous mm -hmm. like that and and I, I hope women understand what what like what you're trying to say and what we like what we're trying to say the idolatry and the worshiping and it controlling, mm -hmm. literally controlling emotions. I feel like women mm -hmm. feel like they're their best, they're glowing, they're radiant when there's a good guy around that's yeah. making them happy. It's true though. It is true. <laughs> it is true. It is true. I know. <laughs> Where's my camera? <laughs> but when you don't have that, mm. that's when it's bad because, you know, your emotions are down. Your mm -hmm. character is down. That's why I feel like it's a lot of this wave of I love me mm -hmm. is coming because they mm -hmm. know <laughs> why you start laughing. I love me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know um, that that idolatry is 100% real, man. Yeah. That idolatry is a a sickness to me. Yeah. Like if you can, like if literally if 90% if of your posts is about a relationship, you finding somebody, you're waiting on somebody, you're doing this and that's all you talk about. Yeah. You have a problem. And and on a quick note, it's very fascinating that on in the 10 commandments, idolatry is the first sin yes. and adultery is the seventh. 
Yeah. So what's a first importance has always been love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. That's always the first importance. And idolatry, which is basically, in case you guys know what idolatry is, is worshiping anything other than God. And, and that can be anything. That can literally be anything. That can be relationships. That can be freaking your wife. That can be your kids. Mm -hmm. That can be your job. That can be money. Mm -hmm. It can be anything. Yeah. And so, like you said, when you give, so when you see people, I think, I think when a relationship ends, there's going to be a natural hurt. Yes, right? natural. Especially if it's marriage. I believe there's a natural hurt, there's a natural heartbreak. But when people are devastated, no. when they are, ooh, I'm about to go somewhere deep. Go, here we go. When they are so shut down, yeah. that shows me that uh, I'm not sure where this was in your priorities. I'm not sure if God was number one. And I could be, I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. And so what ends up happening is a lot of women I've heard complain and they've say things this about guys. I dated him and after me and him broke up, he got married or found a new woman because he was cheating on me this whole time. No, that's not the case. Mm. Sometimes it may have been the case. But you know what really was the case? After the relationship was over, he learned. He didn't worship it. So he was able to move on and find somebody great. Yep. Versus you, because you put it on such a high pedestal and it was over, you were done. Yeah. I'm not dating anybody for four or five. They, they, they shut down. Yeah. Because that's what happens when what you worship fails you. Yep. You demonize it. Yeah. And you are angry. And you're angry. And you are, you turn, you put a more, you took the you take you put up a Rocky Mountain version of a wall. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way you can climb that. Nope. You know, um, sucks. That's yeah. just like that. I mean, because even like even for me, I can I can become like I can understand. Uh, like when I was angry at God, I had nothing to want to do with God. You know, mm -hmm. just no, 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 no. Stay over there. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Don't creep into my life. <laughs> I don't want Bible study. Get that <laughs> out of here. You yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, so you, I, I put up a wall. And it definitely made me resent a lot of things. It made me angry at a lot of things. Uh, so if if women do that as far as relationships, and uh, and like you said, I like really idolize being married, being in a committed relationship, and it fails mm -hmm. because all of their hopes are in it, all mm -hmm. of their energy is in it, mm -hmm. all of their desires are in it. You literally can become very very devastated. Yeah, and and literally feel like that's the only thing that made you whole yeah um and i don't know how mm -hmm. like women got there and some men mm -hmm. some men are like that too i don't know how they got there but we need to figure out a way to heal because you cannot you, you like i don't know too many guys mm -hmm. that want to be worshiped like a god and have that much pressure of making you happy. Being your center of your universe. And being the center of your universe. No, thank you. That do not sound good to me. No, not at all. That sounds like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of arguments. Mm -hmm. A lot of you being let down. A lot of anger, pain. Because men are not perfect. We're not perfect. I do not want that. If I am your God of your world, Stay away from me. Uh, <laughs> do, yeah. No, like yeah. no, 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 and vice versa. You, I should not worship you like, like, like a god. It's yeah. just that's not a healthy relationship at all. So, Chris, I have a question for you. Go mm -hmm. ahead. 
Do, are you experiencing this? Like, like being put on, on a pedestal? Not being put on a pedestal. Um, experiencing that when you're in a relationship, you're a good guy. I can't change the subject, but it's fine. Okay. When you're in a relationship, you're a good guy. When you came out of a relationship, you're a bad guy. Are you experiencing that? Because what made you think of that? Of that rent, like that, uh, that comment I've been saying? No, because to me, what made me think about it was that for, I just realized that the definitions of good guys for so many women is so much, it's so much relationship. You know, yeah. it's like, let's say like you had a pie chart, like the, like what percentage, like what creates good? Like, so like this, like trustworthiness, honesty, commitment, faithfulness, hard work and all these things. I feel like 40% of that pie chart is like wanting to be a husband tomorrow. Yeah. And as you. long as you hit that 40%, you can be crappy or mediocre in the other stuff. Man, you but still then you're be, still a you good still guy. You're still decent. You can get 10% in the rest of that category and you be 80. You know, you know <laughs> what I mean? And so I was like, so when we when you're defining a good guy, like even a guy who's hanging and banging, this other, I know some guy, like you said, we know a lot of amazing guys who are hanging and banging, but but that's the only thing, you know? And not say that they don't have to grow and mature from that. Obviously, yeah. they're in a season of life, but it doesn't mean they're bad people. Correct. It just means that in this area of life, they've willingly chosen. And, I'm, and by hanging and banging, I'm not talking about lying to women and not deceiving them. They're, yeah. they're transparent about it. Um, so I realized that, that like they're not bad. And so many people will define guys as bad for that reason. And that's not fair because then men like you and other men around the world will begin to eternal, internalize that. Versus, like, like I said, it's a complete evaluation of character, and what, a, and because, and so what girls think is because I want to get in a relationship, that means I'm a good person. Now it flips. Mm -hmm. So now I'm a good person. Oh, I'm a great person. I want to be married. I want to have a family. I'm great. No. What about the other stuff? What about the other things that you got to work on? What about your character? What about your stinking nasty attitude? You know, there's so many other things. I don't even get me started that, on the attitudes. So there's so many other things, and like I said, it's not a bash a woman. It's just simply saying that. Both men and women have things they have to grow from. And another thing I thought about was when it comes to men, men have to learn self-control mm -hmm. to be healthy men in the future. Correct. Like you, If you're going to be a father and have daughters and be a husband, you can't be hanging and banging every single girl that you feel emotionally desiring of hanging and banging to. So there's self-control you have to have of your emotions. But, but what... Women also have to do is have self-control of their emotions. They can't worship people. You can't just fully indulge. Because so many girls are like, oh, that's how we are. We're women. We care so much. We love. No, you worship. Like the same way that men have to control their natural urge to just hang and bang, you have to control your natural urge of wanting to worship men and relationships and put your all into people that you don't even know. And so I believe that's what will start helping a lot of people and moving forward and having this conversation is really going to liberate a lot of people's lives and show women around the world that there's a lot of great men and to encourage men that, yo, you're a great person. You are not bad. You know, obviously there's room for improvement, but men, you guys are not bad. And that's today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just curious. Um, yeah. And... Because I, I had a lot of conversations about, you know, this and men feeling that and also the way like men feel like they have so much control over the woman because they are being worshipped. 
that when and then sometimes you know certain situation goes on like you know you come home and you like she thinking you gonna start dinner and you don't start dinner now she mad it's mm-hmm. like whoa yeah, you know like yeah. certain things like that that pop up a lot that creates a lot of arguments and and mostly good guys like if you tell them they're doing wrong they're going to feel bad mm-hmm. um they're going to internalize that so i think they're definitely the weight of the idolatry that women put on men mm-hmm. is a huge red flag. And I think it's a, and I think it's another major reason why um, women are single because mm-hmm. men can feel that. Yeah, and I, especially a man that that can definitely understand. Like if he's reading you, he yeah. can easily feel that. You know, yeah. within the first week or two. Yeah, because like if it, if I talk on the phone to you for you know, two to three days straight and I didn't talk to you four or five days and you on day six, you talking about why you didn't call me. Where where you been? Like I'm just wondering what's like what's going on. I already know you I idolized the relationship right then and there. You know, like why have you been <laughs> yeah. I thought you like wings. I like, yeah. like why? You know, I I'm busy. I'm doing yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Like, you know, like um so yeah, it's it's when you put that like that whole like oh man like I gotta call her because you got I gotta put time in. It. I don't put time in. It's gonna be like you don't love me, you don't care for me, you don't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's like all that stuff is gonna come up, um, and that's not a fun place to be in. It's not at all. It's not at all. So like I said, um, in closing, I I I want first. Women, if you have any questions, please reach out to Chris. <laughs> oh, God. But no, I'm serious. But no, if, if you have any questions, please reach out to us. Yes. The main point of this episode is three things. Here we go. For me trying to communicate. Okay. One, there are a lot of good men in this world. Agreed. And just because they're not what you think they should look like doesn't mean they're not good men. And if, if more women, in my opinion where to open themselves up to actually genuinely meet and give a lot of these good men chances, they would find out that there was something there that wasn't there before. <laughs> Shout out Beauty and the Beast. And the second thing is that while it's so easy to see what men do wrong, the subtle things that women do wrong are equally as dangerous. And one of those things is relationship idolatry and putting your all into a relationship and putting your all into someone that you barely know going on a first date and already imagining what kids look like with this guy, you know, and that creates so much devastation and pain. And when men don't want it now, men are deemed as bad guys. And last but not least, it's like creating this conversation so that men and women can understand each other. And then we can stop demonizing one another. Like I said, I don't think women are bad. I don't think all women are this. I love women. I love them, you know, and I definitely, like I said, this conversation, the purpose of it is to help encourage and to educate and to really, really create a place where women and men are healthier, happier, and living fully satisfied lives. <laughs> Anything else you got for us? That's the roommate's podcast, my name is Hafiz. Chris is all the show, baby. And we are the roommates. Comment, 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 share, 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 all that good stuff. Thank you guys for checking us out. Check We're out Skillshare. Skillshare.com slash roommates and Bro. adios. <laughs> <laughs>